Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. All right, hello and welcome to a special episode of On Second Watch, where I'm going to be joined by some friends and we're going to explore the movies that Sean Bean was not cast in and answer the question, how would Sean Bean have died? We get to pick the role, whether it's replacing a leading role or a cameo role or just some random bystander and decide how he would die. And today I am joined by my special guest from the podcast, the good game guys, Devon and Shane. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing, doing good. Well. Thanks a lot for having us on. Oh, absolutely. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your show uh, and where they can find you? So we cover a lot of video game news. We talk about the games we're currently playing, things we're looking forward to, either just the two of us or bring on guests who also are you know, big into video games or even not and, and kind of get their perspective from the outside. Um, you can find us pretty much everywhere. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, obviously being the two big boys, but um, we're on Google, Overcast, a lot of other options as well. Um, biggest social media would be Twitter. Also has you know a link to our site right on there as well. Well, awesome. So what's your favorite game of 2021? Devon's got one in mind for sure that he's hooked into right now. Oh my god, my game's Returnal. It just came out yeah. on the 30th of April. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The game it, it haunts me and it keeps me up at night. It's so good. <laughs> loving it. Absolutely loving that game. I, I've been debating. I, I heard they did a really good job with it, especially with the PS5 and taking advantage of the controller. So it's it's pretty cool. Yes, definitely. Mine's gonna be tomorrow. And it's not really fair because it's a remake, it, you know, it's a remake trilogy, but it's gonna be Mass Effect for sure. There's nothing wrong with the classics remastered. <laughs> I play them all. That's great. Very cool. All right. Awesome. So today we're going to decide how would Sean Bean have died in the epic fantasy film 2005's Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which is book number four, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, we haven't reviewed any Harry Potter movies. I don't know why. We just haven't gotten there yet. So why don't we spend a little bit of time kind of going, going over our thoughts, the nostalgia, the things we love about this movie um, I'll let you guys go first. What what draw what, what drew you to Goblet of Fire of of all the movies to choose? Shane, if you want to go first, because you're the big Harry Potter boy. Uh, I am the big Harry Potter boy. I do like a lot of Harry Potter things. Nice. Um, I picked this movie in particular because I think that a decent amount of stuff happens. Um, it kind of escalates to a certain point where there is the first potential for real death in the in the films. Um, and also, it is Devon's favorite film of the movies it's not mine but i'm selfless so you know i think of others oh. but i think it's a good fit too i think there's a lot of opportunity between you know the, the trailers tournament everything else there's a lot of good places where we can throw him in and then throw him right out afterwards too <laughs> exactly <laughs> um i would say for me uh i never really got into the books per se uh, i was really into the movies um and this one just really is my all-time favorite just because the actual threat of the man who we not we should not say his name becomes real and he's alive and real 
now and he has an actual presence and that was like big for me watching it i'm like oh my god this guy that they were talking about who's not here who won't be here but now he actually is and he poses a huge threat to the wizarding world and i was like hooked after that i was like oh my god yes i'm also a big villain guy i like villains so nice <laughs> yeah i don't think i got into the books until geez i think i mean everyone was reading them when i was younger like this is this came out um i don't even know how old, how old i was but uh yeah and everyone was watching or reading the books i didn't get into it until maybe the third or fourth book came out and i started reading it on vacation got hooked and just started reading them like crazy. So obviously I was super pumped for the movies. Um, Goblet of Fire, I think, yeah, absolutely. It was it was finally the turn where it started getting darker. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff going on here. I mean, everybody hates Harry in this in this movie, just about. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like he did anything. He just, uh, he was set up and just trying to go through the whole dealing with this crazy tournament on top of the drama of his you know, friends and everybody just turning against them. So there's, there's a lot of darkness yeah. to the story to the ball. Um, and really you see. Yeah. So it's, yeah, there's, when I was thinking about it, it's like, man, I could, I could really cast and kill Sean Bean in a lot of ways. And I tried to narrow it down. So, um, cause I, there's just so many. So but let's, um, let's, let's see kind of where we landed uh, a couple of our, our selections. So um, Shane, why don't you, kick us off with your your first choice on what role Sean Bean would play in How He Die. Sure. So my first one is a is a new character. I wanted to try to throw something extra in there. Um, and when I was planning them out, I kind of went chronologically through the movie from forward to back. So this would, of my couple that I have in mind, this one comes first. So for this, uh, Sean Bean would play a squib uh, named Elibus Flutterhall. I did name his character, even though you went there. it's not going to be around super long. <laughs> um, he's a squib who happens to work with Filch. They're just a couple of boys who really relate to one another. And um, so during the Yule Ball, where everybody's having either a good time or maybe not so much, um, he's there for some unbeknownst reason because he is not, I know, he doesn't attend this school and he's not one of the school-aged children. He is his Sean being the adult man. Um but he's there um, pretty heavily intoxicated off of some spiked butter beer. And he is just creating a big like ruckus throughout what's supposed to be a ceremonious night about, you know, how magic around the campus is making such big messes and how he has to clean up all of this nonsense and just being, you know, overall just an, an asshole to all, all the kids who are just trying to have a good time. And, as things progress and he gets progressively more drunk and starts getting into it with other folks, I feel like eventually uh, at like the, the climax of the scene, he uh, is ranting and raving about things as he makes his way back towards and ends up just falling drunkenly right out of a, a balcony window and falls several hundred feet as the cast all rush to the window and look down and find, boom, he has, he has fallen and it's kind of, whew, it's over, but also, <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> First death. <laughs> uh, can you imagine the uh, the report right up on that one? Yeah, oh a lot gosh. of paperwork. <laughs> a lot of paperwork. The cover, the cover up in in the newspaper. Oh yeah. Rita would have her. He never learned to that. ride a broomstick, so. Oh, it's too bad. Too bad. Very good. All right, Devon. How about you? Yes. So I did not name my Sean at all, um, but. <laughs> He gets his name 
casted in the Goblet of Fire. It comes out. He's much older than all the kids, right? So much older than all the kids. And he doesn't even go to the school. He just works, like, landscaping at the school. So, you know, <laughs> he tends to the, the shrubbery and all that. So he doesn't even go to the school. So everyone, after Harry's name gets picked, everyone's like, who's this guy? Like, he's so random. Like, he doesn't even go to school here. Um, so he 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 gets his name picked. He's going through the trials. Uh, obviously, they get to the dragon trial. And, you know, he's got to, you know, figure out what he's got to do. And he actually gets eaten by the dragon, unfortunately. He he falls to the dragon. And no one really, you know, everyone's upset and sad about it. But at the end of the tournament, they kind of forget because his death isn't so important because Cedric Diggory has been murdered by Voldemort. So, And he's back, he, baby. He's, he's gone and he's in a... He's in an unmarked grave. They don't even know his name. So. <laughs> That's why you didn't have to name him because nobody else remembers anyway. No one will know. Hey, remember that guy that died a couple weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Oh, the dragon guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking that too. Like a, a fifth name get drawn. It's like, all right, this is getting out of hand. But yeah, yeah everyone in the room is like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my my first one is kind of an easy one. I just wanted to. I don't normally pick an existing character, uh, but this one I did. Uh, at the very beginning, you have Harry with this this vision or some dream of this caretaker who tragically discovers Voldemort, uh, who's conspiring with Pettigrew and I think Barty Crouch Jr., if I'm not mistaken. Basically, this caretaker could be Sean Bean. He could have been the one wandering up in that house and peeking through the uh, the crack in the door and gets Avada Kedavra right out of the movie. So I just let's start softball. Let's softball Sean Bean into this one. Yeah, imagine that he gets taken out in like the first five minutes. Poor <laughs> but, guy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> those are always the fun ones, right? The it's like was that who was that? Was that Sean Bean? I don't know. <laughs> that was my, that was my first softball. Yourself. I got a better Give one. Up, enough up makeup. Next, like, but, uh... <laughs> exactly. Um, so Shane, I think you said you had one more. Yeah, I, I had two that I kind I, I put it into. So. Second one is a little further into the film. Sean Bean, in this case, plays a Death Eater named Wilfram Boxtrel, who begrudgingly shows up to the graveyard in the end uh, to see if Voldemort's actually going to come back this time. He keeps saying it, he keeps trying, but honestly, he's not very convinced. But he shows up because he's got nothing better to do that night. Puts on everything, gets all dressed up. That's the part he likes. After Pettigrew murders Cedric, when they all show up, he loses his ship. He realized like, Oh my God. Oh no, this is really happening this time. I was not, he was not prepared for this. Um, so, you know, he, uh, Voldemort starts to be kind of re regenerated, comes back and he's like, Oh my God. I honestly, and he's like backing away. He's, I'm picturing like a scene that's playing out as he's coming back. He's just behind all the death eaters, like hands up walking. We're like, I never even wanted to be a death eater. I didn't even want, Oh my God, I'm dead. Right. I'm dead. I'm dead. He's, he's back. I'm dead. And he's just like attempting to sneak his way out of the back of the graveyard. Voldemort's coming back, you know, going about his speech about how he's returned. And you can just hear in the background, just comments coming back like, Oh, don't no. Oh, this is terrible as he's trying to escape. And his life ends when like visibly annoyed, uh, Voldemort's like, Oh, and turns around, hits him with the first Vada Kedavra as uh, one final Wilhelm scream echoes out in the background as he falls to the ground and the rest of the scene plays on as normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Need a Wilhelm scream. Come on. 
You need at least one. At least one in every movie. (laughs) Great. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Just he could be a Death Eater in that scene. Um, Maybe getting in the way of uh, or hitting a ricochet after their spells meet or whatever. Anything could happen. (laughs) Just really unfortunate. (laughs) Both of mine, I'm throwing them in clearly to add some extra um, like comic relief to this dark film. Well, you need it. You need a little bit of lightheartedness, but of course. of course it's taken away just like that. Too. <laughs> um, mine's also tragically comedic, my last one here. So uh, similar, you know, during the first challenge of the Triwizard Cup, you have the whole dragon scene where they have to steal the golden egg. Um, so Harry gets this brilliant idea to use his firebolt uh, broom because that's his strength, his flying. That, that, that'll keep him alive. But you can't bring it in with you. All you have is your wand. So he summons it with his Akio Firebolt, but it doesn't magically appear to him right away. It's got to travel from wherever it is to get to Harry. Well, in my mind, it's securely just stored in Gryffindor Tower, just sitting there. As soon as he calls that spell, it takes off like a bullet, starts flying out of the castle straight towards the arena. Well, Sean Bean happens to be a new uh, news reporter for the Daily Prophet. He's completely lost on Hogwarts grounds. He has no idea how to navigate this giant castle. So he's wandering, trying to find this arena, looking around, totally lost. He hears this whistling sound and he turns around and he sees the broom come flying at him. And it out of nowhere, it just catches him right in the gut, launches him straight up in the air. It carries him a couple hundred yards before he eventually falls off but he doesn't die just like in Goldeneye. He falls off a satellite. I don't know how many hundred of feet and still alive, but he happens to land right in front of the whomping willow and it proceeds oh. to bash him six feet underground. <gasps> <laughs> no one ever knew what happened to the news reporter again. Oh, not the whomping willow. Oh man. I can imagine that just boom, 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 boom. I can see that being like the perfect, like comedy moment too. Cause he lands and he's like, Oh, oh, phew. (laughs) (laughs) That one moment you think, oh, he's made it. (laughs) One after another. And then maybe, uh, God, maybe toward the end of the series where they're in the Whomping Willow again, maybe they they, they see his decomposed body like, what the hell? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Is that Sean Bean? (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. Oh, man. That's funny. I actually, I don't know, Devon, I don't know if you had another one. I did have one more that I had thought up. I didn't take note on, but it does have to do with that same like nightmare in the beginning of the movie. It's a quick one if I have time to throw it out. Yeah, let's go for it. So again, I don't know why all of mine where I'm going to throw Sean Bean in all have like some comedic value to them. But I picture that as the movie opens, um, it's a similar dream sequence, but it's a different dream entirely. Um, in this one, it's like a flashback dream almost that Harry's having of, um, riding the car, um, uh, from the chamber of secrets and leaving. Um, but this gives us a little bit of a different perspective on it this time. He's almost like seeing it from the outside that as they are, they're leaving and they're getting away after, you know, ripping the bars off and they're flying off into the moonlight, um, that Sean Bean is an unnamed character living a couple doors down, uh, kind of tending to his garden that morning early before he has to leave for work, like anyone would be to do in that uh, cul-de-sac. Oh, of course. 
when as the car is leaving, um, because of all of, of pulling off the grates, everything that's been done, the bumper fall, is very, very loose and actually <laughs> ends up falling off. And so we see him tending his garden as it gets a little darker than it was already from the moonlight. And as he looks up, <laughs> bumper from the car <laughs> falls and takes him out. And Harry sees that from the dream and is like, oh, and is woken up <laughs> and then proceeds to have the other uneventful awful dream as well so this is like a little bit of an extra he's having a very bad night a dream within a dream that's awesome (laughs) i love that i mean honestly the the best deaths for sean bean are just a totally random you know just wrong place wrong time oh yeah something just takes by the time you even notice who it is it's too late exactly didn't he get an award for having like the most on-screen deaths if if not he probably should you know, he's he doesn't have the most. I think he has the most really? in the biggest blockbusters. You know, if you look okay. across the board at some of the biggest movies he was in, the probably the most profitable movies, but um I think Danny Trejo has like fifty more on screen deaths than him, but all his movies are like That makes sense. Like stuff you never heard of before that just happened to find them way on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> right. The B rated movies. Yeah. But I think I think Trejo has the record unofficially mm. but um okay. we we're just offering ways for him to bump up his total because i think he deserves no, that record of course yeah yeah these are plenty of opportunities he had he could have a higher count if he had just you know petitioned them to let him in 100 percent. right just just cut him in just a quick little couple seconds you know it, honestly at this point cgi the whole thing exactly just put his face on there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why not the man's the man's earned his keep I oh, think so. And like I've been telling everybody, it's just, you know, I'm trying to help him out. We're not, we're not doing this to poke fun at Sean Bean. It's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to help this guy out. And uh, until right. I get a cease and desist letter, I'm just going to keep doing it. Right. <laughs> right. You're lowballing him, you know, roles that he either should have or could have had. We're, we're highlighting all the spots where he, you know, he missed an opportunity. Yeah. Don't want him to make the same mistake again. No, it's like he, he's, he's died many strange ways. Um, I think the strangest way is run off a cliff by a herd of cows. Oh my gosh. But, um, my favorite one, <laughs> it's my favorite one. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, plus all the cows that followed him in off the court, just, just ridiculous. But, oh. um, there's, there's plenty of more ways for him to die and we'll just keep, keep searching for him and bringing him up. Definitely. Yeah. So guys, uh, thanks for joining me. This is fun. I, I like, uh, exploring Harry Potter and making it even more dark. <laughs> <laughs> and comedic at the same time uh really appreciate it so the good good game guys uh devon shane thanks so much for joining uh check them out i started listening to a couple of your episodes i love it um definitely gonna subscribe and uh keep an eye on what you guys are doing or uh for just starting out this year uh you guys are, have some really good content so uh keep it up thank you very much thank you. appreciate, appreciate it, it man. cool all right thanks a again lot. thanks for having us on with you absolutely anytime thanks guys <laughs>